0: How'd you get in? How'd you get into this like genre of music? Um,
1: are we rolling right now? Yeah, we. Alright, well, right, word word. Alright, so. <laughs> um... <laughs> Welcome to keeping it real. I don't know. I guess like. Alright, so first off, when I was a kid. When I was little, this might seem hard to believe, I was hardcore hick. hick. Like, redneck Wait, where you from fucking... Again? I'm, I'm you're from you're New Jersey. Jersey. Oh, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. North New, New Jersey. Jersey, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, so the rural part. Like, if you see where I'm from, we got mountains and farm fields. and nice. woods. That's, that's what it's all like. So I was, like, really, really into country music. And I was like, <laughs> anything that isn't country music is shit.
0: <laughs> I was like,
1: you know? And then once I got into middle school... I started realizing that, like, nobody really fucks with country music, I guess. And my dad has always played, like, this type of music in the garage when I was growing up because he was, like, an old head from back in the 70s and stuff. Um, He wasn't, like, a hardcore head, but he definitely did his fair share. Um, That's hard. And so I always kind of grew up with it. My brother's a huge fucking fish fan. Yeah. Right, are we allowed
0: to curse on this? Yeah, you can say whatever. Now. All right, cool. <laughs> so, yeah. At the ra- <laughs> that's the one reason I'm
1: scared to go on something
0: radio. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're not allowed to, right? Well, on the
1: podcast you can. For radio stations you can. All right, but for radio shows you can't. So. Weird. Um. Yeah, my brother's a huge fish head. And then when I was in like middle school, the reason why I started getting into the Grateful Dead so hard, which. Then brought me into like that whole genre and really just getting into music really deep, like looking more into it. um I love the symbols the Grateful Dead. Yeah, like, oh, symbols. Like, the the skull, the the steal your face, the uh, Bertha, which is like the skull and roses and yeah. the skeletons and the dancing bears. I was like, yo, those look so fucking sick. I was <laughs> like. I want to get shirts with them on them, but I was like, can't be a poser yeah, yeah, and like wear their shirts and never listen to them. So I started listening to them super hardcore. And then also being, having that background in country music, I also listened to a lot of older country music, like, um, like the old stuff, but then I'm always, I, mean,
0: no, I, I have no, no background knowledge about country music.
1: Before. Yeah. Like now I think, I think modern country music's just trash yeah i hate like i think it's awful like but also i listened to bluegrass a lot when i was a kid and i still love bluegrass which is do you know what bluegrass is bluegrass is like banjos fiddle you gotta put me on acoustic guitar i mean it i say for people our age it's like an acquired taste especially (laughs) if you didn't grow up in an area that like played it a lot but it's like it's like true americana music it's like that genre is like so American to, co- to the core. Like that's that's, that's what our ancestors were listening to. You know, like 200 years ago, up in the Appalachian Mountains, like fucking hillbillies playing on <laughs> banjos and shit, singing about you know whatever. You know yeah. the 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 railroad going under or some shit like that. You know. So and that's that's what's so interesting about bluegrass too. And I guess really, yeah. And that's how the jam band genre, which the Grateful Dead and Fish is a part of, came about. Because, um, in bluegrass, and now bluegrass kind of came before jazz. It was like one of the first genres where the instruments speak to each other. So like, that's it. So like the banjo will will do. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They'll do their own little like riff like that. Yeah. And then the fiddle will come back and like speak back to it. And then, so this communication between the instruments, it's like a conversation. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, jazz music, that came out in the early 1900s. That's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Instruments are speaking to each other. It's a conversation. And then Jerry Garcia... Jazz solos
0: are the sickest shit ever. Yeah, exactly. Jazz, now, When you when a trumpet just stands up there and just goes hard while there's just drums in the back, I used to love that. I used to be in jazz band growing up, and, like, I used to love that shit, bro. Like, it literally would give me chills. No matter if you was using, like, good or, like... Like, I'm saying like professional level, like middle school level, just like the idea of it, like just hearing it was like, oh, fuck, this is cool. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Especially like on the pro level where they're not even reading anything yeah, and they're just going off. The just, yeah, exactly. They're just fucking
0: reading the room and, and spitting.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's how the jam band genre fucking was formed. Uh, this guy, Jerry Garcia, uh, the lead guitarist and uh, singer for The Grateful Dead, he was really big into bluegrass. Mm-hmm. And some other members of the Grateful Dead band uh, were also influenced by jazz music. So then, you know, this is the 60s when rock and roll is getting really big. Mm -hmm. And they're like, shit, why don't we do the same thing that jazz musicians, bluegrass musicians are doing? Let's just do it with rock and roll. And then instead of just like a three-minute rock and roll Beatles song that was like prevalent at the time these guys were at concert playing a song for 20 minutes. It still had lyrics in the beginning. Yeah. But majority of the song is just total improv them Damn. playing and yeah, like that. Sick. I love that. Like that's the best. You that's like the, the making the shit up. On the oh yeah. That's why no, no two grateful dead shows or no, no two fish shows are the same. That's why so many people keep going back Damn, to them. You know? Is sick. Yeah. It's, they're playing the same songs over and over again, but they always play them differently always the jam's always different damn but like, it's cool that's why i love that and the community around that i feel like personally you would you would like it a lot like yeah yeah hanging out <laughs> yeah but like i don't know if you ever heard of, of the dead lot or like fish lot i've heard of Deadheads. yeah exactly it. like it's literally a party it's like tailgating but like times 10 for a <laughs> concert like you're walking around a lot and like any drug under the fucking sun you could think of, people are selling out there. But not only that, like you know, for the listeners, I don't want them to think like it's just drug orient- oriented. Definitely not. I mean, it's there. It's, but, it's, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's there. It's but it's not. It's not the main thing. But there's like people selling food, art, jewelry, clothing. It's like yeah. the sickest thing, and everybody's like your best friend. Hey, that's what's hilarious. up, man? Hey, man. Like, that's, like, <laughs> what the whole fucking thing's like. It's awesome. <laughs>
0: that's mad funny. Have you ever heard of Burning Man? Probably,
1: yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. ever gone to it? No. Nah. No. Nah. Nah. I don't I Do don't you know, know about, about it. Down. Yeah. All right, Do you so. you know, like, what it is? One time, yeah, they make, like, this big thing and burn
0: it down, right? I, it, yeah, but it's a bigger, it becomes, like, the third largest city in the state it's in for, like, two weeks. It's crazy. Like 80,000 people just move into this like big ass desert and they just make a fat like grid. I, I was on a road trip and when I was on a road trip, I stopped in Chicago and when I was there, we did like a uh, hip camp, which is like Airbnb, but camping. Mm-hmm. And there was another person next to us. And this guy like one night came out. we were just shooting the shit and eventually he was telling us about Burning Man. And he was like a 50 year old guy, like not trippy, not like, yeah, like yeah, drug, yeah. not any of that. And he said like, Burning Man is my favorite thing to do every year because he's like, you just go there and the outside world doesn't exist and everyone's your best friend. He's like, you, you don't talk about your jobs. You don't talk about anything. You just go there and like talk to souls. And he said like, yeah, you could do drugs. Yeah. You could go into big fat orgies. Like, yeah, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He's like, yeah, it's there. And he's like, but it's not what it's like actually about. Okay. But it, it sounds like that vibe, like the lot, like he was, he was just telling me like everything's free. Like you, so to get in, you have to bring like a gift to give to the people, and like whatever that'll be. Like one night, maybe there's like some campground that's making grilled cheeses, and like that night they'll put it on like a big pamphlet, or like on a schedule, and like you'll go there and just eat like for free. And then the next night you'll do something, and people will come over and like do that for free. like no, there's no exchange of money. It's like a um,
1: like a communal thing. Yeah, it's yeah, nuts. Yeah. You have and but
0: the thing is. When you move in, you have to bring everything you need for two weeks because you can't leave. Once you're in there, you cannot leave. So do you have to buy tickets for this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And it's like a a sanctioned area, and they make it like a big giant circle, and they make it like a clock so you can like, when you tell people like where you're going, you're like, oh, I'm going to like 1230 Campground or whatever. That's so sick. It was the craziest. He explained it. He literally for two hours was just talking about how like it's the coolest shit on earth. Yeah, yeah. That sounds awesome.
1: That's funny. When I was um on the swim team, like back in middle school, high school, uh, one of the parents of of the girls on my swim team, like same thing. She was like <laughs> this middle-aged woman. So like she just looked look, look like the most like I don't know, basic mom you could think of like not trippy, like, not anywhere near trippy or not anywhere near anything you would think is close to that. And one day she was like, yeah, I'm leaving for, like, two weeks. I'm going to burn it, man. <laughs> and we're all like, what? <laughs> like, and then she she left. She was gone for two weeks. She went. So, that's I guess, so yeah, that's funny. I don't know. Man, that would be cool to check out, though.
0: I Deadass, I, like, he made me want to go to it so bad. And he said, like, you got to go to it at least once. He's yeah, like, you yeah. you just got to do it once. And and then you know how you said like they burned something. He said they made like this giant temple and like people throughout the, like the campground put pictures of people they lost or like bad things that have happened to them. And he said at the end they burned that and like you can hear a pin drop. Like it is crazy. Like that energy leaving this earth. It's he said like he made it sound like the coolest shit ever.
1: That's wild.
0: It's it sick. Wild. But yeah, that's it. Sounds like it goes along with grateful, grateful dead vibes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wonder. I wonder who like thought of that I was like yo
0: he even gave me the history I forget it but there was like it was just a group of people who were just chilling out there and they <laughs> just like... they made like a wooden they just made a wooden man and like burned it and then over time like it just grew on all yeah. areas bigger 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 man and bigger event
1: I would definitely say those guys were probably tripping or something like yeah. yo <laughs> let's build a wooden man throw a festival people will come We'll just burn it all down, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's sick. Um, you ever been to a festival before, like a music festival? No. No, like, dude. Gotta go. I haven't gotta been. Go.
0: I've only been to one concert in my life. That's it. I want to go to more. I do. What type of music you listen to? Uh, kind of some like. I'm all over the place. Um, uh, I'm going to J Cole and Twenty One Savage on october 1st i listen to very like recent shit you know what okay. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. but then i also like i'm super into marvin Gaye and i'm super into stevie wonder and um frank sinatra stuff like that like i'll play the old like obviously the big names and stuff yeah like yeah that. but then i'll listen to like i don't know it's all over the place it's very seasonal you know what i'm saying yeah like, yeah right now i'm in like uh do you know snot yeah do you know sleepy hollow no do you know um like gunna
1: i heard okay, of them, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm in, like, this era, but, like, then if you asked me over the summer, I'd be, like, in a completely different era. Right now, when I listen to music, all I want is sick beats. I don't even care about the words anymore. Really? But like, then last year, this time, I didn't even care about the beats. It was all about, like, the message of the song. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's it's, cool.
0: It's funny how it flips, but,
1: yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Um, you ever listen to, like, House and stuff like that? I feel like if you like beats... Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. look up, go, go on, um... Spotify or something like that, and it's a couple like chill house beats or something like that. Chill house beats, and it's just like, yeah, it sounds stupid, but <laughs> no, it's honestly, like, I'm
0: a, I'm a, I have a fat uh SoundCloud like house party music playlist, yeah, yeah, just crazy fucking beats, yeah, no,
1: some like, <laughs> granted, I don't listen to. I'm like such an outlier within our generation because like every time we go to a party, like last night, didn't know a damn song. I mean, I knew I a party also, in the USA. All but I got like, is
0: also that Ox's ass.
1: Yeah. What did you ever get on it? No. Oh. I
0: tried so hard. Oh. <laughs> I, I found the kid, He and I was like, yo, yo, let me just recommend a couple of songs. He goes, all right, bet. And I gave him the songs, and he goes, I will. Just turns it back, didn't even pull his phone, with him. but I was like, all right, keep playing your fucking party in the USA. Yeah. And then pe- everybody
1: started leaving, dead ass. Yeah, yeah, we and, dipped out of there. I, I was like,
0: "Fuck, we could have got this shit turned up."
1: Yeah, yeah, and um, then even like
0: whatever, I'm over it. <laughs> Pat kept grabbing me, and my boy Pat he kept being like, "Dude, he's like just fucking give it up. He's like, no, <laughs> it doesn't matter." And I kept being like, "He's just, just messing. Where he could be hidden.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could have been coming that much better, but yeah, yeah, I had no idea whose house I was or anything. I just, I was just little, there. I was just there. No, you're there. I mean, granted, I'm lucky I got in because I was in a group, of very attractive girls. Mm-hmm. And if that wasn't the case, they definitely nah, would not have you, let me through the nah, door. Nah, you would have got
0: in. You would have got in yeah. <laughs> they, no, they were
1: giving us issues. They're like, "Who are you guys?" Yeah, well, were, it, it, was was like Jack, the, it was like it was like that name Jack five of, brothers shit. I was like, "Bro, was it Jack and uh, yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, I was with Jack. Yeah, we yeah. We were
0: dead ass outside just because I was just outside, and then people started coming in. And they're like, "Should we be like the doorman?" And I was like, "Yeah, it'd be bad funny. Like, just start kicking people out." <laughs> well, no, it's funny because they let me and Cam in,
1: and literally right behind us was like, we walked there. Uh, we all went together. I I honestly couldn't tell you who they were, but they do go to Suffolk. But it was like this group of very very attractive girls. Nice, like. And they let me and Cam in, and like th- this group of girls moves up right behind us, and these two dudes are like, nah, can't come in. Me and I, Cam I, I are like, that. what that. is wrong with you guys? <laughs> like, like, you let me and Cam in. He said we want a two to one boys race. Yeah. <laughs> we <don't. laughs> We're changing it all now, man. yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but I think they got in still. No, nah, they definitely did. But yeah, that shit was bad funny. They just
0: started fucking calling shots. Yeah, they yeah. had no authority either. And then okay. em, it was Emmy's house. Oh, fuck. Maybe I'll cut that part out. But it was, um, whatever, it was a girl's house, and she comes up, and they're at the door. And it was about, like, they knew her, obviously, but, I, like, she was like, why the fuck are you guys at the door? Like, you're like, this is my house. Like, you're telling people
1: they can't come in and shit. Like, these are my friends. Wait, it was a girl's house? It was a
0: group of people's houses.
1: Oh, okay. Because I I, I know it. I was, literally, I was about to go to bed last night. It was, like, 11 o'clock, 11.30. I was about to, like, you know, smoke a nice joint, relax, go to bed, and then Cam bus in the room. Yo, we're going to a party! Get shit right now! We have to leave right now! <laughs> Train's leaving! And I was like, whoa! Alright, let's go! Let's go! So we got we got nuts. everyone together and we were like. are the out. best
0: nights when it's just spontaneous. Yeah, yeah. No plan on it.
1: Yeah. No, that was funny. It yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we'll see what happens tonight. It's gonna be part two. Part two, I've, I've heard Today's Livy's birthday, and then my
0: birthday's tomorrow, so we're all trying to get fucked up. No <laughs> through, shit. Through the night. How old are you
1: turning? 20. Hey, there you go, fucking. Made it out of teenage years. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy,
0: I was thinking about that the other day, like, I was talking about this with someone, I can distinctly like, remember turning 13 and being like, oh, I'm a teenager now, like, I'm old as fuck, and, like, I'm getting that same feeling with 20. Whereas no other birthdays, it's been 13 and 20 right now. Where I'm like, I look in the mirror sometimes and I'm like, bro, when did we get this old? Like, when yeah. the fuck did that happen? Yeah,
1: It's crazy. Yeah, no. I, Aging's weird. And I wonder if it will never not be weird. You know what I'm saying? I don't, yeah. I mean, you always hear, like, our parents and stuff, they're always like, don't remind me how old I am. So it definitely doesn't get easier. It just <laughs> probably gets worse. So Yeah. No. But the
0: thing is, I've, like, I've matured and I have more experience and shit like that. But at the same time, I still feel like the same kid.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or at least somewhere like, inside of you, like, that kid's there. So, like, I, there. at least, like, sometimes that's how I feel. Even looking at myself now compared to a year ago, the beginning of fall semester last year like, I feel like two totally different people, but, like, at the same time, there's, like, of course, still, like, there's
0: that inner child. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, but, yeah, no, I guess that's how it works, but I remember when I turned 22, I was, like, this is weird, and especially my dad's birthday is, like, a month after me, and he turned 62, so I turned 20, and he turned 60, and I was, like, I'm 20, my dad's 60 now, and I was, like, it's just a weird thought. I mean, no, like, you know, like
0: it's crazy. The concept of fucking time. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Sometimes. Next thing you on know, the knees are gonna
1: start going out, <laughs> my back's gonna hurt, that's a it's all coming. I
0: wonder when I wonder when you feel like you're like in charge. You know what I'm saying? Like what age is that do you think where you're like you feel like i am like 38, 40 do you think?
1: yeah maybe even later because I, I like i listen specifically to a lot of podcasts about that and like people are like if someone says they know what they're doing and like they have their shit together like they're a fucking liar like people <laughs> don't get their shit together until like midlife, sometimes later yeah Like you know that's like the issue you know you always hear everybody talking about like trying to get your shit together by like 25 yeah which is like such bullshit it's like it's yeah. like trying to get your shit together when you don't even have shit yet yeah <laughs> or, you know, or even right now like think about college pick a major that's going to relate to something that you want to do for the rest of your life now how old are people that how old is the average person when they pick the college major 18 how the fuck are you gonna know what you're gonna nah, do yeah, you for the rest of your life when yeah. you're 18 years old right i think that's why it's kind of
0: changed where like you just kind of
1: need the degree. It doesn't matter
0: what it's in, and then you could go anywhere with it. Yeah, yeah. People don't fucking know.
1: Yeah, yeah. No. When I was in high school, I had these all these big ideas. I'm like, I'm gonna go to school and study this, become this, become that. And it was so funny because when I immediately got here, all of that was just like shattered. Not yeah. for any particular reason. It was just it was like, like reality hit. Like, yeah, I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know. I don't know what I want to do for the next like. 60 years yeah. of my life like that's know, like do you know what you want to do after college no idea. no no idea. Just living, in the moment, just living in the moment I'm currently a history major and that's because history has been my passion for my whole life so probably always will be and that's like history is one of those only things that I could literally you know do it all day, every day, and I'll never get tired of it. Really? Yeah, and it—it's always been like that. For as long as I can remember, history's always been like that one thing.
0: I wish I liked history.
1: Yeah. I try to
0: read books like about the past and stuff like that, but and
1: that's the most I'll do. Mhm.
0: Like, fucking history was my, always my worst subject. Really? I'm so bad at it.
1: Yeah, that's. I always feel bad for people because sometimes in a school setting, history could be like. Not fun at all. I also
0: never had, like, an engaging history teacher.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I don't even want to
0: shit on, like, who I had had, but, like, it just was... I mean, maybe it was me, maybe it was them, but those classes just couldn't get me... Get me excited to learn. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. But the amazing... The great thing about history is, which is, like, sometimes why I double-think being a history major, is you can learn pretty much anything about history. Yeah. Anywhere, like... Like we got that, really like cool. yeah. We have the fucking knowledge of the world at our fingertips. Go on YouTube. Great historians on YouTube make awesome videos. Do you know about.
0: Gaia? Gaia.com?
1: Uh, sounds familiar, but no.
0: You know Graham Hancock? Mm. He's on. He was on Joe Rogan a lot. He was kind of like that. I think that was the name I was looking for. When we were talking the other day about uh, like the the connected civilization. Uh, oh yeah, with psychedelics. Yeah. Yeah, he was i think he's a part of what you were talking about they have like this website where it's like history but basically like stuff like that like sci-fi shit but like real i mean i don't want to say real but like the psychedelic things like aliens, yeah yeah, like, yeah stuff yeah, yeah. like that where it's like oh it could be real but it could also not be real yeah
1: yeah no that's so interesting um it's cool shit that's like i listen to a podcast one of the podcasts i listen to is lore mm-hmm. you ever heard of it L O R E. Um, they're only, like, they're short, like, 25 minutes, half hour, some of them are even 15 minutes, but it's a history podcast, but only about unexplained, mysterious, and supernatural or paranormal things. Yeah, that's it. So it's, like, it's history, but some of it, some of them were so spooky that, like, You know, I usually listen to podcasts when I'm at work and, like, you know, I do construction and, like, landscaping and farming at work. So, like, I'd be, like, sitting on a lawnmower, like, with a weed whacker listening to this podcast, and it's so spooky. It was making the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Yeah. You
0: believe in paranormal stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this summer,
1: some shit happened to me. What? All right. So, I live, like, 15 minutes from the Delaware River, Uh which is... The river... Of Delaware. No. It doesn't go to Delaware, actually. (laughs) Fun fact. Um, It's the river that divides New Jersey and Pennsylvania on the western side of New Jersey. So I live, like like I said, 15 minutes there. And the northern half of the Delaware River uh, is a federal park. So it's, like, all pristine nature type shit but that was like the first place inhabited by people mm-hmm. like in New Jersey because think about it, it's a river transportation mm-hmm. fishing food stuff like that and the land's super fertile around it because when it floods you know you know how all that rains it pools yeah yeah exactly yeah so great great for growing crops but um so people have been there for thousands and thousands of years like Native Americans, specifically the tribe where the area I go to is called the Muncie tribe. Muncie. They're no longer there. Been gone since like the 1740s. But um, And then when Euro-Americans came over, that was also like one of the first areas settled. There's a road that runs along it called Old Mine Road. It's the oldest commercial highway in the United States. Nobody knows who built it that's how old it is really? the historians to this day are still debating who built this road that's crazy. and why they built it um and when i say it's a road i mean like when i say commercial highway don't think of like a highway with like car's yeah, booking yeah. down it's a dirt road <laughs> going through the middle of like the sticks Damn. along the river but like talk about beautiful so beautiful you know continental army marched down there during the revolution um war battles were fought during the french and indian war So when you go
0: there you feel greatness like you feel not greatness but like you feel like the energy of shit happening oh
1: yeah that's it's my favorite place in the whole entire world like no joke like i love boston boston's great boston's awesome you know i've been to some beautiful places too but it's kind of kind of a fucked up thing to say one time i told my mom i was like mom if i ever die before you i was like Dump my body in the river. I was like, that's the last <laughs> place I, I want to be, like, that's on crazy. this earth. Because, like, that's how, how much I, I love it. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, just like you said, when you go there, even in the middle of the day, like. It hits you. You do, at least I do, and I've talked to other people that go there. It's like, there's, like, a, you, you feel something. It's like, you know, there's houses there. Yeah. From pre-United States still standing. You know, one of the houses John Adams stayed in for a night on his way down from Massachusetts to Philadelphia for the First Continental Congress.
0: That's crazy. You
1: know, and um, like I said, forts were built there uh, under the supervision of Ben Franklin to fight off Native American attacks coming across the river because they were coming across the river and literally massacring whole villages along the river of euro american settlers because they knew they were encroaching on their land like Damn, crazy man. things happen there not not stuff that y- you find in history books but i look really into the local history of that because that's just what i do yeah yeah um yeah so one day i was there this summer and i was there with a girl fun fact <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> <laughs> um i'm sitting in my jeep I have a Jeep, so four wheel drive. You know, and there's some like off this road. There's some really like back roads. So I take my Jeep four wheeling back there all the time. That's lit. Um, so I bring this girl back there. It's it's like uh, it's like in the afternoon, and she's interested in history. So uh, I show her there's a slave cemetery there from the 1740s. Which is super crazy to think about slavery in New Jersey. Like you don't think about that. You know, we're in the north. Like yeah. that's just something you don't think about right there happened. Right there in a clearing in the woods. Yeah. There's just unmarked rocks. Fuck. And it's just it's it's eerie. Yeah, really eerie yeah, stuff. Man. Uh there's like a whole bunch of other graveyards over there too from pre United States. But anyway, it's getting dark out and I, I pull the Jeep up, back her right up in this nice spot along the river. It's like looking out over the river. and and, you know the rivers it's in a valley so we got mountains surrounding all it's beautiful over there anyway you know of course doing what we do start smoking and um my my jeep's got an antenna on the front of the car right Mm -hmm. and the antenna goes boing like something hits it now it's dark out and but i see this antenna like something hits it i'm like all right you know what a bird must have flew into it, or a bat, or some shit. I was like, "It's fine, it's fine," <laughs> and it was funny because just previously, me and this girl it's were some just, hit, some yeah, hit. yeah. Me and this girl were talking about like spirits and shit. Like previously, when we were talking, uh, when right. this thing happened, and she's like, "That's not like a ghost, right?" Because I was telling her how like haunted this place just is can't. probably, and it's, I'm like, I'm cool. like, no, don't worry. I'm like, don't even stress. When in the back of my head, like, do birds fly at night? <laughs> no (laughs) birds don't fly around at night but i was like no it's fine whatever so like a half hour hour passes we're still sitting there and we're sitting in my car and uh all of a sudden the antenna it's like this and it looks like someone grabs it pulls it slowly yeah pulls it back then let's go boing and i'm sitting there looking at this me and her both looking at it like yeah, we gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that's when I was like, "Well, first haunting, first haunting." That's scary. That was uh, yeah. That what,
0: that's all that happened was the. That's end-day? all that you guys happened. Out.
1: Oh yeah, we peace. Yeah, we we're like, <laughs> I don't want to hang around. Oh, to 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 around here? Yeah. and it's funny because my friend also now. This park is huge. This federal park. So, uh, around me, like I said, it's uh, it's very rural. So there's not a whole lot for us to do so it's like great for hanging out over there because you go tubing on the river, like rafting and shit on the river. You know, you could bring all your friends, have like a party back there. It's, it's so awesome. It, fishing. If you're into fishing, like I fish back there all the time. Um, and it has great smoking spots for, especially when weed wasn't legal in New Jersey and you had to hide that shit. Yeah. It's great. Cause you just drive down some back road, going to the middle of nowhere and nobody's going to bother you. Yeah. Um, so my friend, he smokes there a lot too. We we usually also all go together. And one time he was there and he was in this spot, particularly right next to a, um, the Minnesink Reformed Church of 1739, their graveyard. He was smoking in a spot right next to that. The church is no longer there, but the graves are still there. And like when I'm talking about like French Indian War veterans are buried there, like pre-United States guys like are buried there. And he said he was smoking there at night with his friend, and he heard footsteps in the woods. Like, not animal footsteps, like a human walking towards them. So he's like, they turned the car around, turned on the headlights in that direction, and nothing was there. They're like, oh, it's whatever. They turned the headlights back off, and they said five minutes later, the footsteps kept coming closer to them. Just kept coming. But they knew nothing was there. And after that, they, they were like, we're gone. We're out of here. So th- stuff goes on over there. Another time where we me and my friends we were playing you guys, around. You guys got to
0: plan a night and try to fucking catch a ghost. D- you got to send it and be like, just keep going when it gets scary. I-
1: <sighs> <laughs> Listen, some I, I'm i sure there's some very friendly spirits over there. But at the same time, remember how I said like whole villages were massacred in the <laughs> yeah, most yeah, brutal yeah. way possible? exactly you know i don't want to run that risk of getting like possessed or some shit and then i come home like fucking like crawling up walls and shit my mom's like get down from there (laughs) you know i don't want that i don't want that so it's fucked you seem like you live in a fucking the sticks what made you come to boston the city exactly that reason because i grew up in the sticks so i uh i wanted you like the
0: sticks though right
1: oh i love it yeah it's, it's where would you want to live
0: Either. After college, not
1: not far down the line. Um, like, right after college? Probably city for a little bit? Yeah, probably stick around the city yeah. for a little bit. Um, But, like, end goal, like when I settle down one day, I either want to move to the mountains of New Hampshire or get a house right on the Delaware River in the park, in the federal park. Do both, have both cribs. Yeah, hey, if I'm that fortunate enough one day, i will love to do that because I love skiing too, so that's kind of like, oh, that's why I want to go to New Hampshire and the mountains up there awesome beautiful yes yeah, can't beat that shit but yeah no i want to get out of my comfort zone so that's why i moved to the city and that's why last year like the first semester it was like a little rough for me because i never ever lived in a city in my whole life like yeah i live an hour from new york city so like I you know i'll go there a while like every once in a while but like never lived you didn't live there yeah you've yeah, yeah. seen it yeah yeah
0: yeah that's crazy that is a culture shock I don't even, yeah. And also, you got like a, a weird, tainted version of the city. Because it was like, you're here, but there's no one here. You know exactly. what I'm saying? It was weird. Yeah. Because mm. like, there's a lot of people from your, like, in, with your same situation when they come from somewhere rural and they're like, oh, the city, like, this is what I expected. And I was like, I don't think this is what anyone expected. You yeah. Know? Yeah.
1: No, that was a good point. Yeah. Last fall semester of last year, it was like brutal. You did, didn't like it? Looking, when you were in the moment, did you like it or. No. No, no. Mean. Well, I mean, like, bits and pieces, I was like, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, the freedom of yeah, being yeah. away from home for the first time, really. Um, but at the same time, it was... Yeah, no, I did not like it. In the moment, I kept
0: telling myself it was good, it was great, but then looking back, and I was like, that kind of fucking sucked. Oh, yeah. I was like, that shit kind of sucked. Yeah. It yeah. was just in, like... I just remember so many days, like, literally... The only person I'd say hi to like the security guard. You know what I'm saying? Like no roommates. And like Court Street was a little different, where it's kind of it felt a little bit more isolated because like there wasn't common rooms. You know what I'm saying? Like oh yeah, now you're in court. It was like a it's literally like a hotel still. So hotels are designed for like privacy. Yeah, yeah. And that's how it was. Like there'd be whole days I didn't talk to anyone.
1: Yeah no, and that's yeah I can't wait <laughs> to see what the statistics are. When they come out about the effects on teenagers and young adults. On like mental. Of, of the isolation of the pandemic. Yeah. Because results, they already did studies in the UK. And now don't quote me on this. Um, we need a guy like Joe Rogan has with Jamie. Just yeah. like, yo, look this shit up. Like, <laughs> but um, it was something like three times the amount of teenagers died from suicide than they died of covid it was like three or four times more so like take all the teenagers in the uk that died of covid and multiply that number by five and that's how many teenagers killed themselves in that time like it was bad still is bad i know like everybody's still like thankfully now like I, I can say, it, like, on a personal level, and, like, within the, the groups I'm in, like, I feel like we're finally out of that. Yeah. Yeah. But I know there's definitely people still out there that's still struggling with that. It is.
0: Yeah. It's it's such a fucking crazy scenario. Like, you feel like no matter what we do, like, somehow people are just going to get... It's just going to be bad for someone. Whether yeah. it's, like, physically or mentally, like, there's no way out of this situation. They felt like that for a while, and it, it still feels like that in a way, but... I don't know, like, how, how, I don't even know how you'd go about addressing that, you know what I'm saying? Because then, like, what you open it, like, I don't know, because my mom would always say that, she's like, we need to open back up for, like, kids are going crazy, they need to learn, they need to be around other kids, and then my sister would always be like, yeah, but you're, they're, like, gonna start getting sick and shit, and my mom was almost like, I don't know, is it worth it? Like, it kind of is worth it to get sick a little bit, to yeah. be able to, like,
1: be a human, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no, I, the way I look at it now... This is now. This is my opinion for anyone who's, who's listening. This isn't like any. This isn't the opinion uh, of Suffolk University or anything. <laughs> we have to say disclaimers like that for you WSFR. Do? Yeah, before. Yeah, because you know they they want to make sure you know you could say whatever you want, but they need to make it clear that's not the opinion of Suffolk University or um, WSFR. It's just your opinion. But the way I look at it is with COVID specifically. Um, yeah, as young adults and teenagers, we could get it, right? But what's the death rate? Yeah, what's the death rate? It's like below is one. It's like you have a better chance of getting winning the lottery, getting struck by lightning, yeah, than dying of COVID. So that means you're gonna get COVID. And for majority of us, you know, aside from all immuno their their immune systems being compromised, people with like compromised immune systems and people with other issues like that. So I'm talking about like the majority of young adults and teenagers who have healthy immune systems, which is, like, majority of us, um, if the death rate's so small, but then you're, you're seeing numbers, like, in the UK, crazy numbers, and it's just devastating us, mental health-wise, like, no other time in human history have we seen mental health be this much of an issue before. Um, you have to ask yourself, is it really worth it? Who is dying of COVID? Elderly people, right? That's the most dangerous. Mm-hmm. Where does the future of this world lie? Oh, yeah, I totally hear you. We talk about this in
0: environmental hist- er, environmental um, science all the time because there's a lot of ethical debates where it's like, oh, we do things to protect groups of people, but it's like, well, you got to think about, like, you have to, th- like, it's sad, but you do have to think about it realistically. Like, yeah. there, there is a net outcome where it has to be positive for the whole, and that's not going to always be good for someone, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, like, I, we're living in, a, like, a world right now where everybody wants everything to be catered to everybody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. and there's, a th- yep. it's not possible. It, yeah, it's, it's unrealistic possible, expectations, you know? yeah. And then it's like, no, but if we keep saying it, it will ha- it's like, no, it's just not, like it's not real like it's not reality you can't do that you know yeah yeah. so I don't we need a mental mental shift of individuals and kind of back to the whole you know and worrying about everyone not just like I don't know
1: yeah no but I believe you could still protect the elderly and people that are um more vulnerable to COVID and yet still have society operating at a pretty much normal yeah. level. Like, think about, it, you know, majority of elderly people who are, like, really, really, like, uh, vulnerable to this, you know, they're not working anymore. Yeah. They could stay home. Or if they, when they yeah, do go out hated, to buy groceries, like, wear a mask, mask you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, not everybody has to wear a mask, because, like, the statistics came out for these masks. You know how many particles still go through these yeah, masks? 95%. Enough. So that means this is only blocking five percent of particles when I put this on. What the fuck is that doing? Nah, yeah. like, good <laughs> I don't. Know, it's crazy because
0: there's so many different things that come out about the mask—shit that works, shit that doesn't. But like with my own eyes, what I've seen, I think they do work. Just because I haven't been sick for a mad long period. I yeah. Don't know, and then and then we get to school right now. And everybody's living with each other, mask off, immediately sick. Everybody got sick, and it's not COVID, but it's just some something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I th-
0: and like, I don't know. I for some reason, like, I I was hitting on the mask for a while. Like, I really was, and imp- and even right now, I wear below my
1: nose. Like, I'm a piece of
0: shit like that. Yeah, but, yeah. But I think it works. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, I mean, when when the vaccine wasn't out. I got the mask, but now the vaccine's out, especially here, now that we're all vaccinated, yeah. I just think some of the things we're doing is really overkill.
0: I'm very confused about booster shots, how they're not getting like approved, and I'm like, well fuck, we already put two in our body, so why are we not doing the booster yeah, shots? Yeah, yeah, I got the
1: J&J because I don't, I don't trust the, the R, DNA, shit, it's too new. <laughs> no, it's not, that, that shit's
0: been used for every other vaccine.
1: No, that the J&J one was made the same way that all other vaccines are made, the... The Pfizer Moderna one is like new technology.
0: I think it's same technology, new vehicle. Like it's so like the cell they're using is it like it's a cell from like a shark or something. Like I remember hearing like it's like some type of shark cell that uh allowed it to transcribe in or something like that. Like that was new. Like it wasn't like something.
1: Imagine we all start going dorsal fins for that shit. That'd
0: be kind of hard. Yeah, we might be a shark, right? I think I was a shark in a past life. Yeah, I have a lot of dreams about <laughs> swimming with sharks. And every time I, <laughs> every time I have a dream about swimming with sharks, I get mad, panicked, and then the sharks. I swear to God, they always go like, "Dude, chill out, chill out, you're good." Like, chill, and then I'll, and then eventually I'll calm down. But sometimes I'll freak out too much and wake up.
1: Yo, you really gotta fucking think of like, you gotta unpack that one day. Just like sit down I, and try to like get the meaning out of it. You ever I tried
0: googling it? it? Nah,
1: I kind of just. Kind of
0: like self-inference, I think it means I was a... Because when I was growing up, bro, I used to be so scared to swim in any body of water because of sharks. Like, mm-hmm. when I went underwater, like, an image of shark would be in my head, like, in a pool. Like, I didn't like swimming in a pool alone because, I, I don't know, I just didn't feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, I don't know, as i gotten older, I've just consistently throughout my life have had dreams of, like, trying to swim with sharks.
1: Really? Yeah. I mean, dreams are crazy things. Like, they could tell you so much about yourself.
0: Fucking dimension hopping.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's how, like, I I think I kind of came to the conclusion that, like, I have an old soul. I mean, I've always had people tell me that, that Mm -hmm. I have an old soul. But, like, I've had dreams where, like, I was literally launched, like, I was in a different time period. Yeah. Like, yeah, crazy shit. Like, some of them are cool, but some of them are fucking terrifying. Yeah, like, one time... Maybe you're so into history because you've lived... Well, that that's kind of like the you conclusion this, I came yeah. to, right? Like, like when I was uh, little, um, I loved learning about World War II history, still do, and I would I would have dreams that like, you ever seen the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would have dreams, but like I was there. Yeah. And like you know, as a little kid, like that shit's fucking terrifying, yeah. and I'd be like, and you don't even know what that is yet. Yeah, and I'm like. Mm-hmm going on man and like another recurring nightmare that I had for pretty much my whole entire life only until like a year or two ago it stopped I would have a dream that I was in 9-11 stuck in one of the towers
0: that's insane
1: and it was awful like keep me up at night waking up covered in sweat like Bro, you probably like,
0: a bunch of historic lives. Like,
1: it. Like so, when I say nightmare, like, literally, that's why it's, 9-11 scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Like, I like learning about it. It, it took me a while to overcome that fear to, to really learn about it. Of course, I've always known about it. But it took me a really long time to be able to co- overcome that fear so I could really go in depth to mm-hmm. learn more about what happened. And I don't know why. Uh, like I don't know why that particular event scares the shit out of me more than, like, I you know, f- you know being a history buff you know of course you learn about messed up things yeah just messed up things happen in history, yeah. but like that like that is the one event that like that's just. Like, that shit has literally kept me up at night. I mean, I don't know what, you know, my, my dad was there. I, I don't know if that has something to do with this. Is it when you had
0: the dream? Is it, like, the same?
1: Yeah, like it'll be the deal? same thing, yeah, over and over again. Oh, yeah, you probably I, died in 9-11. Nah, I, I don't oh, see. Wait, you I, don't, I was alive then. You were alive then. Yeah. I was alive then, so I was here. Yeah, but when you're alive
0: and you're a baby, you're here, but are you here? There's a there's a por- portion of the time where you're still on the other side, I think, and you're just a you're just a, a vehicle.
1: That's, you know, that's a really interesting theory right there. I think you're just an empty
0: vehicle and then you're just waiting for it to, waiting for your soul to leave some body and then go into that one. Yeah, that, you know, I always wondered that. When
1: does your soul, like... I think when you're five. Five? Yeah. I don't know. I I remember four. I I always used to say, uh, when I was four years old, best year of my life. Fucking my mom took care of me. (laughs) Fucking school was awesome. You, you can go to school, learn, like, one, two, three, four. You know what I'm saying? Like, that I shit is awesome. Do you know your earliest memory? I, all right, so first off, I have shit memory. When yeah. it comes to my personal memory of, like, past experiences, yeah. dude, I could barely remember high school. Yeah. Like, I, I just have really, really short-term memory. But, like, I could remember some totally useless fact about history for the rest of my life. But things in my own life I don't really remember that long so I would say my earliest memory would be like when I was like five years old at uh four or five years old somewhere around there uh, at the Museum of Natural History looking at the dinosaur skeletons.
0: That's sick. Yeah. I think one of my first memories I was sitting watching Spongebob with my sister and my dad and my dad is on the phone I do not know why this sticks out in my head with my grandpa he's like He's like, we're watching, he's like, can you believe we're watching a television show about a sponge underwater right now? And then my my grandpa laughed, and he's like, that's never going to take off. Like that's, never, <laughs> like, that's stupid. And, like, I don't know why that's in my head. It's so crazy. And it's weird, because Spongebob literally, like, this sounds so dumb, but me and my sister, like, loved Spongebob together. Me and my dad would, like, my dad would even watch it, because there was, like, adult humor and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, my grandpa would always, like, every time we went over his house, we'd watch it with him, like, it was some weird thing, like... That kept like I don't know. We all share a bond over like that humor. Like
1: yeah, yeah. Like
0: we all we all still have that humor from that show. Like I don't even know how to describe it. It's not like I'm quoting the show, but like the essence of their jokes and their comedy is like how my sister, my dad, my like how we laugh together still today. So it's like a, I think that might be why it's like my first memory. Cause like I don't know, it's something that holds us together in a weird way.
1: That would be. Such an amazing research topic. Now think about it. Majority of this generation, people our age, grew up watching Spongebob, just mm-hmm. like you said. Like, yeah. Watch that shit all the time. How, by watching pretty much the same show, all of us, like, across the board. It, I think all that, cartoons
0: like, in general, too. Because, like, I don't know, like, if you, me, if I meet someone who's, like, along the lines i'm like oh did you watch chowder growing up or i'm like oh did you watch like flapjack like those cartoon network shows if they said yes i'd be like oh i kind of knew that like i can yeah tell yeah because of the way you laugh at like you laugh at shit that i laugh at in the same way yeah you see know? that
1: would that would be so interesting because those are your most like developmental formable years you know so it definitely had to have an effect on no, how yeah. our brain i mean th-
0: think about it there's like stupid memes we all get you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it's weird. Like, if you showed an adult, they'd be like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, like, that isn't even <laughs> Like, why does that even make sense? Like, <laughs> and then we're just, like, dying over it. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yo, someone. Alright, whoever listens to this, someone's got to research yeah, so that.
0: Someone, scientists, get on that shit. Yeah, I, I don't
1: even know what realm I'd be in. The social sciences?
0: Yeah, something like that. Study Sci- studied comedy. <laughs> but, yeah, that shit formu- formulated my, my humor. That. And Seinfeld. Really I watched a lot of Seinfeld growing up. It was just on. My dad always had it on, and like I just watched that.
1: Honestly, can't say I really watched Seinfeld before. I, again, when I was little, I was like an outlier. Started watching history documentaries on History Channel and Military Channel when I was like around six. So, are you into comedy at all? Uh. You know, like, dark comedy, kind of. Right. No, but, like, like, performers
0: and stuff like that?
1: Like Not like, really. You ever watch stand-up? Um, only, like, when I'm... My one friend's really into stand-up comedy. Yeah. So when I go over to his house, he always throws it on. Um, and from listening to, to, to... Like, when I got into Joe Rogan, he made me a little interested in it, but, like, not... I, I like, don't really sit down and try to... I mean, like, I love Eric Andre. <laughs> but, like, that's about all I can really... Like, that's, like, the only comedian's name I could throw out there. I mean, yeah, like, I've yeah. actually watched his stand-up before. But that's just because I think Eric Andre is hilarious. Let's... Like,
0: no, Eric Andre is hilarious. <laughs> his the special, uh... His special is hilarious. Legalize Everything. Oh, yeah, on, on <laughs> Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy because, you know, he has that humor where you're almost like, okay, he kind of needs, like, a comedy sketch to portray his funniness. Mm-hmm. But then somehow he fucking brought his humor to the stage still like the intro of him like doing the cop you remember you know what i'm talking about you know what like special i'm talking about
1: yeah on the the one on the Netflix. stand-up one yeah, yeah 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 and it like it's just crazy
0: because i remember being like i like he's funny but i don't know if he can do stand-up where you're on a stage like just talking and he literally made it his he literally made it like the eric andre show version of state it was the not like craziest shit the, the intro of him, like, being the cop and fucking smoking weed with the people. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, and then he comes in, and he's, like, screaming and shit. Like, he's just already being fucking nuts. And then, literally, like, he's like, we've entered the bukkake section of this uh, show, and, like, it's just bad, <laughs> funny. Like, he has... He had, like, two old people come onto the stage naked and just kiss each other, and I was like... Oh, hey, yes, that, yes. That shit
1: was hilarious. Some
0: kid, like, got a phone call. He starts talking. Like, it was literally... I love I love comedy and I like like dissecting all that stuff mm-hmm. and like watching that I remember being like he's a fucking genius. Like somehow he literally stayed true to himself in a realm where I didn't think it was possible. Like yeah. He yeah. inspires me because of that. Cause I didn't think I was like, oh, he's just gonna tell funny jokes and it'll be alright, but like it won't be like Eric Andre where he's fucking But then next thing you know he's like he stopped telling a joke and then just hops off the stage and like gets on a guy and like starts hugging him and shit like that and it's just like what the fuck? But
1: yeah no he's great I, I really enjoyed when his new season of the eric andre show came out last year yeah i was, I was right on that watching it every That's week the, when the new episode came out me i and love Cam. the
0: fucking i love watching on youtube the like this skits he gives up on where like they're in the middle of it like the one with the bear they got a giant bear on the, <sighs> the couch watch that and uh hannibal <laughs> barris is like he's like i'm not fucking with this right now he's like this is too far and then um He's standing at the table. He's like, bro, he's like, what were we thinking? They're actually freaking out. Like, they're actually, like, getting up and getting away. They're like, someone... This isn't safe. They're like, this is not safe. They're like, how did this get... It's just so funny. Or, like, there's one time where he's at a jewelry store, and he has a hammer, and he just smashes the glass to, like, a, a case of jewelry, and then he goes... He goes, fuck this, I'm not getting arrested today. Like, he's like, "No, nah, I'm not doing this, and just walks out the store. <laughs> After he smashed it. Yeah. he didn't funny. take
1: anything or anything, he just dipped. He's like, I'm not getting arrested. <laughs> I wonder how many times he's been arrested.
0: Uh, a lot. Yeah. A lot.
1: That's, uh, that one movie, the new movie that came out with him in it, too. So good, also that was so good. funny as hell.
0: Dude, uh, yeah, he, they kind of killed it, bro. Like, I'm so impressed by him because he keeps figuring out how to like do his thing yeah like modern i don't know whatever you call it stand-up movies like he's still staying with that but he's doing his own thing yeah yeah The goat. but yeah that movie's fucking hilarious tiffany hatch is fucking the goat yeah yeah so funny When she just (laughs) When they're hanging him off the fucking balcony. Yeah, yeah. And then everybody's like, Oh my gosh. The woman starts praying. Yeah, yeah.
1: She's like, Please Lord, help this man What was the other Oh my the fucking gorilla scene? When the gorilla's fucking the shit out of him? Everybody's like, Oh my god And then he like he gets out he's like Oh I I forgot my phone I left my phone in there.
0: They go, Don't go back in there. It was funny when I watched, uh, like, the behind the scenes of it. And they are like, that was our favorite scene. He's like, I felt like that was, like, all of our aunties watching us. He's like, that just felt like all my aunts watching us. he said, and they cared about us, but they all fucking pulled their phones out to put it on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: It was so funny. Yeah, that's just great. That, That one scene that you said when he was dressed up as a cop and, like, started smoking weed. This summer, I was at a fish show. Um, me, me and my roommate Shane was there, I don't know if you know Shane, um, and it starts raining out. We're like, we're hanging out in the parking lot and it starts dumping rain out. So like we book it under this like little bus thing, like bus stop thing. And like, there's a whole bunch of us huddled under there. And it's like us and a whole bunch of other fish heads, you know, and then two cops are run to run under there too to stay dry. And they're like on the other end of this bus thing and I'm sitting there watching them, watching them. They're like talking to all of us. And first I see this one cop, someone hands the cop a joint and he starts smoking the joint. And I'm That's like, boring. what state? PA, it Is was it at illegal? Hershey, Hershey Park. Is it illegal? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I was like, you know, I don't know about this guy. And I was like, I've never seen a cop do that before. <laughs> And then I keep watching and someone fucking holds up a credit card with a bump of coke on it. And the cop goes down and just fucking takes the line. And I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, is that a fucking cop? And then the guy came over, the guy who gave him the coke ended up walking over our direction and he started talking to us. And he's like, I was like, dude, did that cop just like do coke with you? And he's like, nah, man, he's not a cop. He's like, the cops paid him $14 an hour to wear a cop's uniform to direct traffic today. And I was like, oh, okay. And then after the show, we were sitting in the parking lot because we couldn't get a ride home. And I see this guy, the same guy, walks into the police trailer and then walks out with a wife beater and cargo shorts on and hops into the raddiest fucking minivan you've ever seen in your life. And he pulls away. And I was like, He's just chasing the bag. I was like, you know, this is all making sense now. <laughs> but when it was happening, I was so fucking confused. Yeah, I was I, like, look at this fucking cop. Know, I, mean, I was like, he doesn't give obvious. a shit. It's yeah. Like, cop wants to fucking get fired. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that was so That's funny. That's funny as hell. I wish I got a video of that.
0: That's your Eric Andre type shit. Yeah, right? That's exactly like that.
1: But like, I'm telling you, gotta go to official dead show because you see shit like that happen.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I'm so down to go to a festival of any sorts. I just want to be in that atmosphere.
1: Have you ever listened to Grateful Dead before? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard, like, some of it, but I couldn't, like, tell you what I've listened to. Do you like it? Like, the sum of it that you listen
0: I to? I respect it. Like, you know where I'm like, I know this is good. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'll listen to it and, like, appreciate it, but I'm not going to, like, put it on. If yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Um... Like, country music, I won't even respect. Like, I hate to be like that, but I just do not fuck with country music,
1: period. Yeah, yeah. Like, it makes me uncomfortable
0: to listen to. Yeah. Like, I did ass, It makes yeah. my skin
1: crawl. No, that's like... That's how I am with the moderate country music. I'm just mm-hmm. like, it's not even country my, And I have so many fucking friends who think that shit's so good, and I'm like, oh, God, I can't even, I can't even listen to it. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't play that in my presence. Yeah. Well, there's... Every Friday night, um, one of my friends just told me about this in Jamaica Plains. There's this record store. This looks like a really dope record store. But it, every Friday night in the basement, uh, they bring in a dead cover band. It's like a party. Oh, you pay sick. ten. You pay ten bucks at the door. You go down and you just jam out. Just pop out. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, what I'm saying. I'm, I want to get like a big group of people together. Just go. i down there. And just like. I have to study before I go. Yeah, I, I mean, even if you my... don't know anything, I'm sure you have a good time. It's be a good time. Yeah, but I'm down. I'm with that. Yeah. Do you play an instrument? No, I wish. You don't play? You never played an instrument? I used to play the trumpet.
0: Nice. Honestly, you give me trumpet vibes. I feel like you did play the
1: trumpet. But I dropped it because I was like, fuck this, man. You can't play rock and roll on a trumpet. (laughs) (laughs) And I've never picked it back up again. I was like eighth grade, so. You never got into anything else? I knew piano... Beginner. Beginner piano for a little <laughs> bit. <laughs>
0: yeah. I thought you were about to, like, tell
1: me some instrument I had
0: no idea. Yeah, it's there. a piano. It's really a unique I instrument it from Italy. Uh, no.
1: Um, I played piano for a little bit, like, beginner piano, because it was a class in my high school, so I took it, and, like, I picked it up quick. That's the thing with instruments. If I have a good teacher, I pick that shit up really quick. It's just I never stick with it. Yeah. Because, like, time and just sitting down to practice and... You just gotta like it. Like, you either like it or you don't. Like, yeah. People who play instruments,
0: they, like, practice so much because they just... It's just fun to them. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So, I and, knew that. I used to play the tuba and the trombone, and I was in concert band and jazz band, and I genuinely liked it. I really did. I kind of don't know why I st- I think I stopped because, like, it was, like, a graded class. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah. And I'd have to go and, like, get... I don't know. It just became, like, a lot where I... Like, the concert, I even told the band teacher, I was like, I don't want to do the concert band in school and shit like that, but we used to have jazz band every, like, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 6 a.m. before school. Like, Mm -hmm. we'd all go before school, and I used to fucking love that, bro. Like, there's something about it, like, I don't know, it was just so cool. Like, it literally got my, like, those days were so much better than days without it, because for some reason you literally, like, just vibe out in the morning. Yeah, yeah. It it was so sick.
1: Such an amazing thing, too, like, when you make something that actually sounds really Mm. like i I don't know i just feel like last year i took guitar lessons for like a month or two um that brought my guitar to school and i learned how to play knocking on heaven's door and like it wasn't good or anything like that but just like hearing myself be able to play out the chords of that song just like i thought it was like it was the greatest feeling like it. it was so cool I mean, then I went home during the summer and, of course, didn't stick with it. But I would love to one day pick up the guitar again. Fucking
0: do it, bro. Just send it.
1: Yeah. <coughs> uh, when did you um, stop playing uh, the trombone? Um, freshman year of high school, because I played football
0: and didn't want to, and I couldn't do like the marching band. And like I could have kept playing inside of school, but it just became a lot. And I was like, oh, fuck. Did, did you
1: play football all four years? Yeah. Really? Oh, damn, I didn't know. What other sports did you play? Basketball. Okay. I
0: wrestled for a year or two, but that, it was nothing. Where are you from again? Marlboro. It's like oh, central, yeah, yeah. central Mass.
1: Uh-huh. Nice, nice. Yeah. Damn, I saw you signed up for the Lax team the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I said, fuck it, if you guys need people, I'll
0: play. Yo. I just like sports. I don't give a fuck what it is. I yeah, do yeah. Anything. If it was an ultimate Frisbee team, I would still sign up for that shit.
1: Yeah, right. I wish Suffolk had better sports. Yeah, I did too. Like, But honestly, I'm,
0: I'm trying to walk on the basketball team right now, and it's been pretty good. They're pretty good. And, like, that's been pretty fun doing right, that right now.
1: How, how's that been going for you? Is it looking good? It's looking good. Yeah? I have confidence. That's awesome. Yeah. That's October cool. 15th. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, I get jealous of the athletes here. Yeah. It, it's just, like, I miss doing something that gives me school pride. Mm. Like, I'm not saying, like, I don't have pride I get in saying. Suffolk, but it's not, like, there's the never. Kinda, you're, yeah, yeah, exactly, like, that, like, and that is cool, because that's kind of, like, my niche, like, yeah, thing, yeah, but there's nothing that's, like, yeah, Suffolk, you know, like, or, like. If you see another school, that's your rival. Like, yeah. I used to love that in high school, shitting on some your like your rival yeah. team, like like Pope John. That was it. It was um, the private school in my town. Yeah, everybody hated them. Everybody because they're scumbags. So they thought they're better than all yeah, of us. All the public schools. And uh, yeah, I remember like I, I was I was a swimmer my whole life, and I remember I had a swim meet, this one kid on Pope John was right before a race. I was behind the block. And the kid in the lane next to me walks up, and he's like, are you Mitch Bove? I'm like, yeah. He's like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, buddy. I'm like, swimming in, you swimming in this event right now, this heat? And he's like, yes, sir. I'm like, all right, we'll see how this turns out in the pool. It was a 500, so it was 20 laps. I beat the kid by two laps. Damn. <laughs> but, like, after that's you That's know, why
0: I like football because you say some shit like that and like there's physical repercussions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: or even in lacrosse, yo, someone yeah, started talking right. shit on the other team and then once the other team started doing something a little dirty, that's it. It's it's all over. The course. boys were getting scrappy. Like you were you weren't you weren't like doing like things I mean of course you're still playing the game to win, but it's like you're doing things extra no, yeah. to make sure that's what I, I they, think, they go away limping. You know? I think that's
0: what I'm chasing and get, and not the whole thing, but like a big play style for me in high school in basketball and stuff like that. Like, I wasn't like a scorer, but like you put me in and you just like knew you knew what I was doing. Like Pete, like I was just getting in whoever's head, like just trying to just make scrappy hustle plays, shit like that. And like I miss that. Like I miss being like a spark plug. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm. I really like what I can see on the basketball team here and like what my goal is like, I'm not going to come on this team and I'm probably not even going to play immediately. Like there's a lot of good kids on this team and a lot kids who are younger than me too. And I realized like, first off, the goal is to just get on the team, mm-hmm. which I feel is very doable. And then second, like just become the kid, like you can put in when you need the ball, when you need like a play, when you need like a spark, like, cause I could see myself like working my way, up the roster by doing that you know yeah yeah and that's exactly who i am like back in high school like they'd be they'd take me out and then they'd be like oh fuck like we just had three turnovers or like oh they're they're starting to like come down on us i just go back in and like just caught like just a momentum switch you know yeah I mean? yeah
1: i feel like that's like such a good outlook too because like no one likes that kid that like hops on the team and is like i want to start right away yeah like and then gets pissed that the coach doesn't put him in but nah, you gotta be like, realistic about it yeah yeah i feel like that's such a good outlook like
0: i just i need to find what they need and then be that yeah yeah and that's how i'll do it
1: yeah that's cool you get all the suffolk athlete merch and shit <laughs> like that too that's that's what i'm so hyped for with this lacrosse team yeah. once we get this thing really off the ground we we get full merch order like that's hard and like you know all suffolk lax gear and shit like like so we get to design our own jerseys bro i'd be so
0: down to play lax for that reason yeah. Just stay in shape in the spring. Fuck people up. Oh, my
1: God, dude. That's another thing I miss about sports. One of your teammates, or if you make a big hit, everybody on the sideline just going nuts. That's the Gets best. The That's literally, like, I miss yeah, I miss team. that so much. That's, like, one senior year and the season got canceled, it was literally, like, the biggest bummer for me because I was
0: <sighs> loving yeah. that shit. That shit sucked, bro.
1: Yeah. Yeah, lacrosse is so much fun. I feel like you would really like it, too. Bro, I
0: almost played senior year. I almost did, but then COVID. Yeah, yeah. I swear to God, I was going to fuck around and play. Our lacrosse team was fucking booty cheeks, though.
1: Yeah, and my team and was terrible. They just, <laughs> yeah,
0: they were not good. Yeah,
1: I almost went to Emerson for that reason. Really? Yeah, they have, they have a really bad lacrosse team. And I was like, <laughs> perfect. I was like, I could walk right on. That's okay. um, I got accepted there and everything. It was my number one school. I was going to go for their political communications program. And then I toured the school and I saw what Emerson was all about. And I yeah. was like, I don't know if I would fit in here. <laughs> That's funny. But, um, yeah, and then I found out about Suffolk. You just looked down the road. You went, what's that? <laughs> Dude, I've never, never toured Suffolk. The first <laughs> time it. I saw That's Suffolk, it. the first time I saw Suffolk was the first day I moved in here. Yeah, I I
0: I got accepted and then toured it. Like I t- I chose Suffolk and then I toured it. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Where'd you apply to? Um, UNH, uh, Northeastern, uh, UMass, Sam Harris, UMass, Dartmouth, UMass Lowell, all just all the local colleges. Mm-hmm. I, only, I only didn't get into. Northeastern, sadly.
1: Yeah, I didn't get accepted. Northeastern, that was another one. I was, Northeastern and BU, I really wanted to go to too. I didn't.
0: I don't. I don't even know if I got to BU, but yeah, Northeastern, I'm too stupid for it. Yeah, yeah. There, I didn't
1: realize how competitive those schools were. Someone told me BU was so easy to get into, and I was like, oh, word. is Yeah, yeah like, didn't get accepted, and I was like, nice. Not <laughs> it's not. Yeah. No. Last year, though, like when things were bad, I was like screw this place, I'm going to transfer to Northeastern or BU. I was like, they got it going on over there. But now now I'm pretty content with being in Suffolk. I feel the same way. Yeah. yeah. I cool. think I'll stay
0: at Suffolk for all, all four years. Same, most likely. Um, Unless something drastically changes, but right now I'm pretty cool here. I like the location. That's yeah, the yeah. biggest thing. What's your major again? Environmental science.
1: Oh, nice. What do you want to do with that?
0: I want to, well out of college I want to have a food truck, and then later on in life I want to have a farm.
1: Yeah, farming, so, huh?
0: Not not like a farm to like, like a, like a, I want like a farm for myself, not like my profession. If that yeah, makes sense, yeah. It's, you know?
1: no, so we'll, it's what I got we'll, at see, home. we'll see what uh, happens. Yeah, what, you ever do any of that stuff before? Yeah, I have a garden and stuff. Yeah, you got any animals? No, no, no. I got a
0: dog, but not like really that.
1: <laughs> but uh,
0: no, yeah. I wanna, I wanna work on. I feel like a big opportunity of helping the environments in the food industry, and not only that. Like I'm a pretty big fitness guy, mm-hmm. so I think I could kill two birds with one stone and try to re root us back to uh, the ground, in a sense. Re like bring back, bring foods back to a more natural process than what it is, because I think it's. Like I think the real pandemic was obesity and shit like that, and like people not being healthy, and then COVID just exposed that, you know.
1: Yeah, I, that's awesome. That's expect farm fresh food is like, it's the best. Especially. And in, industrial
0: farming, the way we do it now, is so bad for literally the planet, the us, like every like it's everything just needs to be tweaked. We got yeah. the right idea, we just did it a little wrong. But yeah. it's how it's how we had to do. it. I mean, you're a history buff, you know that after war. The one goal people like american soldiers saw starving people in other countries and the one goal became we don't want to be starving so it was just how much food can we make how to feed as many people as possible and that's like in the process that did that wasn't sustainable long term but like it got us to where we needed to be to realize that you know Mm -hmm. like whenever there's like environmental issues or like a systemic problem Everybody's always like, What what were they thinking back then? And I'm like, I don't know, I feel like there's never really always ill intent. I feel like bad things come of it because that's just how it is. And I'm obviously I'm not talking about like slavery and shit like that. Like that was obviously ill intent. Like mm-hmm. that was treating human beings not like human beings. But I'm saying like when you talk about like social issues now, they're like, Oh, it's so obvious, why don't we have this? Why don't we have that? and it's like, well, if you live back then, it's not as easy, you know, and, like, when you you talk about people, like, and how they're more, they explore their gender, and they explore their sexuality, and, like, that shit was suppressed and stuff back then, and, like, there wasn't, like, I don't know, I feel like it wasn't even necessarily negative things, but people were just worried about other things, you know, like, our grandparents weren't thinking about how they felt about things, they were, like, working to feed themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, It wasn't exactly. as easy as it is now. And since it's gotten easier, we can realize what we can fix, but it only got easier because of the way we did it, you know?
1: Exactly. That's, now you're getting into my realm here. That's called historical memory. Yeah. When you look at events and actions of people in the past mm-hmm. through a lens of 2021, right? Mm-hmm. And just like you said, now we're like, why the hell would they do that? But back then they didn't. They didn't see it in that yeah. way, you know. And that's that's like a big problem today. With I I, I guess not a problem, but just more of like it is yeah, a problem. Yeah, it, with people or at least creating a problem. Yeah, exactly. Like looking at the past in that way, and I'm not saying not to be critical of those, because there's a lot of things to be to be critical of what people did in the past, mm-hmm. of course, um, but just like the food thing, just like you said, that's such a good example that you brought up because exactly like so many soldiers came home from World War II and saw half of Europe starving to death, yeah. you know? Um,
0: and they said that's not going to happen here. And
1: did we have the technology back then to be able to have like sustainable green bulk food production? No, no. but do we now? yeah exactly you know so now we could work towards that bro it was literally just make food
0: like we just didn't even they didn't know shit about shit yeah they just knew we needed food
1: yeah yeah but then again you you also have to tip your hat to some of the people who fought for healthier food like think about all the muckrakers from the early 1900s uh what's the name of that one book in the jungle or
0: something like that oh um No, I know what you... Yeah, in the jungle, it's, like, the factory... It's the factory that's, like, fucking gross as hell. I had to read it Mm -hmm. in AP history. Yeah,
1: yeah, right? Um, Because food production was disgusting back then. Mm -hmm. So these undercover journalists went in there and were like, hey, like, wrote a book about it. And then that's why we have the... Things like the FDA now, Mm -hmm. where there's a set of standards. If you don't meet that standards, you know, the food's not good to eat, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, we built up, everything builds up, and you know, there, there was good things going on back then, too, also, it, that's why, uh, there's, there's like, so, history's very diverse, I guess you could say, in the terms of, like, what was going on, it, very complex, is the right term, very, very complex, but,
0: it is, and we never really will
1: understand, because
0: we were never there. Yeah, yeah, and then, speculate.
1: when you, you touched upon, um, the sexuality thing, I find that super interesting because if you look at sexuality in ancient Greece and Rome, and, you know, of course, that's what our civilization is based off of, Western civilization. So Greece and Rome is kind of the founders of that, right? In ancient Greece and Rome, their ideas and views of sexuality is crazy. They're or fruity like, as hell. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, it's called Greek love. Yeah. Um, they had mentors, which was like your teacher which would be an older man. And this is like before a boy would hit puberty. So this older man would take you under his wing, basically teach you everything you need to know about life, but he would also fuck you. But then once you hit puberty and started growing pubic hair, it was looked down upon. Like crazy things, but they thought that was a way of passing knowledge by having like an old dude fuck I mean, a little boy because he's like i'm giving you my knowledge I'm like you man yeah but like literally that's how they thought of it and like to yeah, us man, like what the yeah, fuck, like that's such a weird that you know like but it's just so interesting and different different cultures across the world have all different views of sexuality so a, yeah it, but then again another point you brought up was you know now we have time to think about these things well, like in the past our grandparents didn't have time to think about it because they were just working that is another thing which i think is good but also has we should take note of because that has bad effects too what overthinking yeah. having time to think about things now mm-hmm. in the sense of back then our grand our, like you know in our grandparents generation we were working so hard so yeah. now and they didn't have time to think about all these things. But now we have time to think about all these things. But sometimes in today's day and age, we overthink so much things and think something's a problem. But we're really just causing more of a problem by saying that's a problem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like... It, I'm I'm ner- a little nervous of that. Because like, think of prime example, cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Such a good example. When it first started, no one really cared because, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. You know, that person did something fucked up. Um, they shouldn't be doing what they're, whatever profession yeah, they're yeah. doing anymore because that's fucked up. But now look where that went. Yeah. You know, no okay. one's safe anymore. Yeah. No one's safe. You know, if one day whoever they be decide that they want to cancel you, yeah. they're going to cancel you and ruin your life for the rest of your life. That's a scary thought. The allegations
0: tough like too like the second a man or I mean I guess a woman but you don't really hear about it like TV actors who have been uh, accused of something by a woman like before it's even looked at. And I'm all, I'm not I'm not saying like don't believe them. Yeah, of the course. Fucking, of course. Like obviously you're going to believe them and shit like that, but before even like justice is served, like they're chopped. Like I have this comedian I really like his name is Brian Callen and three women or two women like said something like 20 years ago something happened and before they even looked into it or anything like he even himself he's like well i know this is gonna happen he's like i'm just gonna i'm gonna hop off for a while he's like i'm not doing the podcast anymore i won't be on instagram i'm not doing shows he's like just he's like let this he's like let the truth come out let this figure out and he's like and like he was so real about it and He's the one person I've seen where I was like, okay, that's probably actually how you should have handled it, you know, because mm-hmm. he was like, all right, if this is, like, what's going to happen, this is just going to happen, and it came out nothing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, came, yeah. And he's completely fine now. He's back to doing everything he's doing, but it's just crazy that, like, it it did fu- a fuck up his profession. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it did mess it up for a quick second there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that's, I, it frightens me a little that in today's day and age, it's more so, Guilty until proven innocent instead of innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. That, you know, frightens me a little, you know, because I am a big believer in the due process of law, you know. So, you know, we have avenues to work these type of things (laughs) out, you know, well-established avenues. Um, Of course, you know, there's issues within them, but I think for the most part it works out well. But when you see people just, their lives being wrecked, Absolutely wrecked. And then it comes out, just like you said later on, that nothing, nothing ever happened. oh, how bad. (laughs) Yeah. Oops. Yeah, you can't come back from that. Like, you know?
0: Yeah, I wonder when, I wonder what it is. Like, like, you know how, like, how did social media, like, how did, I don't even know if it, it kind of is a liberal thing, like a left thing, but how did, like, they get social media? You know what I'm saying? Like, how did, it's, I always think about that. Like, how did liberals, like, win? Social media. Because when you look at, like, big corporations and stuff like that, they want to say what's catered to, like, the left side, typically. You know what I'm saying? And, like, Twitter yeah. cancelling, like, the right. And, I like, I'm not on either side of any of it. I'm outside of all of it. But, I like, just viewing it and, like, observing it, it feels like somehow, like, a liberal's voice is the Internet, you know? Yeah. And I wonder when that's going to change. Because I think... I think a lot of the ways things are, whenever I think about, like, when we say they, they and cancel culture, a part of me is like, oh, that's just young kids our generation who don't know what we're talking about, like, just saying things, you know? Yeah. But but then at the same time, like, there's adults in corporations who are, like, backing that up, you know? And I get confused by it. Is it like, oh, are the corporations doing that? So then the kids will just keep buying their things and doing their, you know? But I don't know. I can't tell.
1: Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um... Yeah, like why, why exactly why are these people catered more towards one side than the other? And I think it is particularly now, again, it's late. I think being history, just being the history buff I am, if it keeps going the way it is, it's going to lead to a very bad place with all the censorship and everything. You ain't, oh, yeah. Any find me one example in history where censorship was good. Yeah, think of think about every think about all the people. Who burned books in history? Were they good people? No. Yeah. Look who's burning books today in the U.S. You know? It's like, it's a scary thought. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Like, it's not great. But, um, the First Amendment protects hate speech too. Yeah. You know, there's Supreme Court cases about that. And there's a reason why the Supreme Court ruled that way. Because hate speech, as terrible as it is, Once someone, once those people that we don't like loses that right. It's funny because we just talked about this in my law class. Once those people lose that right of hate speech, once that right's taken away, who says they're not going to come for regular free speech next? You know what I'm saying? And that's usually how it works. Mm -hmm. You know, you could see that in examples of history. Um, Like we were talking about a little bit. Sorry (laughs) to interrupt. You're good. you know how
0: we were saying, like, the ill intent of things in the past? Do you think there's ill intent behind, like, things now? Like, or do you oh, think yeah. that's just how it is?
1: Oh, yeah. You think, like, Not the goal totally. is to censor? I mean, again, this is my only opinion. My opinion. But I think a lot no, of it... This is Suffolk's opinion? This Su- is Suffolk, Suffolk U- University, this is yeah. Suffolk <laughs> University endorses? Yeah. No, I yeah. think there's a big control ploy going on right now. Huge control ploy. And it's not just here in the U.S. I think it's a worldwide thing. And now this isn't... Some people call me a conspiracy for this. Some people call... Uh, th- this isn't like a thing that's been kept hush-hush. But for a while now, certain politicians and world leaders and people with power have had the idea of um, like globalization. But to such a bigger extent than, than we think of it. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like a new world order where pretty much all the major superpowers of the world are one. Mm-hmm. And like, kind of like the European Union, but for the whole world. You know how, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and some people might think that's a good idea. um, Some people might not think it's a good idea. But I think just the way they're trying to go about it is a little frightening. And... To me, it's a little too totalitarian and um, centralized. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, it, it spooks me out. It's like too much, like, I don't know. It just do you, freaks me out. This is kind of
0: off topic, but how do you feel about, like, crypto, cryptocurrencies and stuff? Like I think you know? it's amazing. You think it's good then? Yeah, it's un- I Anything
1: unregulated, like, oh, I love that. I love that. I mean, yeah, you could run the possibility of losing your whole fucking bank account and that shit, Yeah. but that's the name of the game. It's how free markets work, you know? Um, It's interesting that you brought that up, because China just banned all cryptocurrency. Yeah. Which I think is going to do a number on it, but I think in the long run it's going to hurt China more than it's going to hurt people here. Because I believe it's the way of the future.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. I don't know. I can't tell. I'm kind of too uneducated on all that stuff to really have an opinion. Yeah. I'm not
1: as well-versed in, like, cryptocurrency yeah. as I am. in like, I, I really do look into everything that's going on and I love learning about it. you read it. the news a lot? Yeah. I follow a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: yeah. know, like, you always know what's going on with, like, world leaders and shit like that?
1: Uh, not necessarily world leaders. Um, the basics of world leaders, like, it's, particularly when it comes to Russia and China. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say I'm a lot more educated on domestic affairs. Um, that's where I like to think my realm is. And that's somewhere, whatever my career is going to be, I always say I want to do something where I could do my part. Say, at least I try to help. Yeah. And in my view of making this country a better place, which not a whole lot of people have the same view as me, but there are people out there that think on the same page. Um, it's good that people don't have the same view because you're doing something
0: else. I mean, yeah, yeah. Not, we don't have the same people working on the same thing. Yeah. No, me, I, my, me and my friend talked about that the other day, how like nowadays there's, our generation like is very motivated to have a job that feels impactful. Not necessarily like, it's not about the money really. It's about like, oh, you want to have a role in what all this is. You know, you don't want to just have yeah. like, been here. You want to be like, oh, they were needed to be here, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, think about it. We're really the first generation since the Civil War or... I guess you could say maybe the 60s, but I feel like it was different in the 60s, and I've heard people from the 60s talk about it, but we're really the first generation, I would say, since the Civil War young generation that really has to think about the future of this country. Yeah. You know, there's some alarming signs of um, state failure going on right now. Like, they're starting to emerge Mm -hmm. within this country. And this is a very well-researched topic on what signs a country shows when they're nearing their collapse, <laughs> and and uh, I'm not saying we're, we've been sh- we're, we have all of them, but we have some of them, mm-hmm. and that's alarming. And the political polarization of this country right now is the worst it's been in at least. What, how? Since the 60s.
0: How big of a... I don't know. I, like, I totally agree with you. And I believe you talk, you know more than like about me when you're talking about this stuff. But, like, how much does that political divide really... Is it actually there? Like, how... You know what I'm saying? Because, like... On a base... Like, Dave Chappelle talked about this on the like, podcast where he's like... If you, on a, like, face-to-face level are just nice to people they're nice to you back and you don't put that shit aside, like, if you put the politics aside, like, the bond of people just being nice to each other on, like, a a people level, like, uh, it's strong, like, that bond can protect you from, like, any government. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And shit like that. So, I feel like, I don't know, we, people, like, are nervous and everything and, like, people are like, it's the worst it's ever been, but, like.
1: Not, not ever been. Yeah. I, I, I don't say that. But like, because we've went to war with each other. Before. That's what I was about to say. So. Like, we fucking <laughs> we had
0: wars with each other. And I, yeah. I don't think uh, like either side's gonna start. I mean, one side might start picking up guns, but one side is not gonna fucking fight. Like, I don't know. I just don't think like. I think this is the worst it can get. If and I think it's not that bad. You think it could get much worse? Oh yeah. Like what? I mean, like I'm not what? saying it's gonna happen, but, yeah, but like, like just like
1: the thought, it, like it could get worse. Of course, it could always get worse. I mean, yeah, you're right. It'd be ignorant to say it couldn't get worse. It could always... Believe me. It could always get worse. (laughs) worse. Yeah. Like, civil wars still happen around the world today. Yeah. You know? I just... I feel like it's
0: bad, but, like, it's not, like, bad. Like, it's, like, just bad for, like, America.
1: Well, I like that point you brought up that um, people are generally... Most of the time, generally nice to each other. But, like, tie it back into saying why i think some of this is a, is a big control ploy you you watch the news right what do they what what do they talk about what do they they promote all of this yeah they promote all of this if you're watching fox news they're shitting on the one side if you're watching cnn they're shitting on the other side you know you watch cnn and they're talking about oh unvaccinated people who cares if they die and then you're watching fox news and they're like oh people who advocate for mask and vaccine mandates uh, they should be dead yeah yeah but listen then- to that freaking rhetoric we're we're all americans here we are all americans yet i feel like
0: people know that fox and see like i i don't
1: know oh of course fox i was just using them as examples But that has trickled in to literally every part of our media. For me, though, I guess what I see, I feel like at the beginning we all, like,
0: picked a side and, like, and we're very, like, I don't know, one way or the other. Like, we all picked a side and stuck with it. But now it's getting to a point where we're kind of realizing, like, oh, neither side's... Like, I feel like a lot of people are coming to, like, oh, I don't care about either side. Like, I'm just trying to like, I have the country in mind when I think about things now, you know, like, it's not like a, a, I don't know, I'm not for a team or anything, like, it is just Americans, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, see, I, at least in my life, I feel like I've seen that, because I have, good. I have friends who, like, were pretty conservative during all this, and over time, they've, like, come to a very libertarian view, and, like, yeah, it's yeah. just, and, like, when my friends talk to each other, like, it's funny, like, it's funny. No matter who we're talking... Like, I've noticed this in my life. If I'm talking to a liberal, I'm taking a Republican side. If I'm talking to a Republican, I'm taking... Like, I'm always just the yeah. opposite of what someone wants. Yeah, yeah. You, know? you play dev- devil's advocate. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I feel yeah. like... It, I don't know. Because I, I just see both sides of shit like that. And I feel like that's, like, a trending mind mindset.
1: See, I... I'm glad you said that. But, like, uh, for me personally, I think it's... Uh, like, I experienced the opposite. Really? People are just... Digging in their heels on their side, and like I hate to see it, you know. I'll, I'll say it, I'm not part of either party because, yeah. exactly for that reason, uh, I, don't, I don't, I'm just not about them. Like, yeah, I, no, I just don't. I think was talking to like, someone, we were talking
0: about being conservative, or liberal, or whatever, and I was like, I was like, I want social justice, but I get that money rules the world, so like, I yeah. don't have a side, you yeah. know
1: yeah and, and that's exactly how it is in a sense and there's def, and there is a way to do both of those uh to address both of those problems without being liberal or conservative like you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. like that's what i don't get about some people like it's great do these things you don't need to either go full socialist or full-blown yeah, like yeah. you know fascist like it you know, I, there's ways to do
0: this. So like, I'm also blessed. My mom is a Democrat. My dad's a Republican. So, like, I've been raised in a household where, like, the com- table conversations, I'm seeing both sides of everything. And, like, it's crazy because you, would, you wouldn't even think that they would identify differently talk when they talk to each other. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, because it's the same idea, but just seeing it in a different way. And I never thought twice about, like... I don't know, I never cared about, like, I never, obviously we were younger and stuff like that, but I, I just remember always thinking, like, it doesn't matter what you think, you know what I'm saying, like, it doesn't make you, like, I, it's crazy how, like, your political identity has become your full identity, whereas before it was just, like, your thoughts on the government and stuff like that, now people are like, oh, it's a, it's a statement about your personality. Like, if you if you go this way, you hate something, you hate someone. You know what i Yeah, I'm yeah. Well,
1: that's that's what I was talking about why I think now is, like, a little bit worse than other times because we've... This period that we're experiencing... Uh, is because we have now, unfortunately, in the United States, have moved to identity politics. Mm-hmm. And identity politics are really detrimental, I believe, to a society. I mean... The Nazis used identity politics. The uh, Soviet Union used identity politics. Mao used identity politics. And look at those people. They genocide millions of people because eventually this identity politics got so bad that one side, one identity, was willing to literally mass murder this whole other identity. Now, I'm not saying this is where it's going to lead, but we do know by studying history where that leads when things like that get out of hand. Yeah. You know, and that's ex- exactly what you're saying. Now people have made it in to their identity that oh, I'm liberal, you know, or like something it, what makes me mad is specifically like when you think of the LGBTQ+ community, a lot of people immediately associate them with liberal. And if you meet a gay person, like majority of the time people are going to immediately associate them with being liberal and half the times that's true, but it shouldn't be like that. Yeah. Or, or when you meet a redneck, or uh, I guess I shouldn't use that term, I guess, but, uh, or someone from the country. A hick. Yeah. A hick. And Is the immediate, <laughs> no, nah, whatever. I mean, I guess no one really cares. Um, you immediately associate them with like hardcore Trump conservative, yeah, yeah, yeah. like,
0: I hate when people say, like, don't wear that. That gives me Republican vibes. Oh, I hate I that, hate man. I I have I hate a red that. hat. And someone goes... They're, they're like, what are you doing? And I was like, what? And they're like, your hat. It's just a red hat. Like, it's just a yeah, red hat. Yeah, you're like,
1: calm down. I'm like, like it's just it's a red easy hat. Easy now. Yeah, no. And then they're
0: like, that gives... They're like, okay. And then I'm like, what? Yeah.
1: The fuck? That's... <laughs> that's that's right. identity politics. That that's what it has shit. done.
0: When people... My sister even says some shit. She'll be like, you're... She's like, you look like a Republican. Like, I had, like, a... I had, a ha- like, a security hat on and, like, an FBI shirt. Because it was just the shirts I had. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's like, you look fucking crazy right now. I was like, bro, no one, like... That's you. Like, you think I look crazy. I think I look fine. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. People are going to be like, oh, the kid just has a hat on. you yeah. clothes.
1: And then if you get someone from another... From the opposite side, and they see someone wearing, like, Jesus sandals and... I don't know, whatever, then they're, they're gonna do the same thing, but just like, you know, yeah, like, (laughs) it's terrible, and we're all Americans, like, we're all Americans, I don't care what country you're from, what color skin you have, like, if you're, if you're an American citizen, like, we should be in this together, like, we need a little bit more nationalism, in a good way. Yeah, I guess, yeah, (laughs) that's a dangerous thing to say, yeah, yeah, I mean, Nationalism, to an extent, isn't bad. No, it is. Not Not at all. Fuck it. Um, you want your local sports teams to
0: win, you bind over that. You know what I'm saying? Why don't you want your local country to win?
1: Yeah, well, I always say, like, it's fucked up, but, like, something that really brings this country together right now is someone attacked us again. Yeah, I think... I'm telling you that we would... Pull together like you wouldn't fucking believe. Like yeah. it's messed up. Like, oh, I like a, was alive. I thought
0: that's what COVID
1: could have been, and it was in the beginning for a brief glimpse. In the beginning, it so? was. Oh yeah, man, I think so. And at least in my own town, it was like that. Everybody, oh, you okay? Yeah, like, yeah. like stay safe out there. You know what? We're gonna um, donate some masks to our local hospital because we didn't know what the fuck this thing was. Yeah, we yeah. didn't know any everybody had signs out front and thank you to our essential workers and then like not even a month into it it got politicized and then people started digging in their heels yeah and then it literally we were already polarized before this thing hit and it just made it so much worse do you have hope that it'll work out I. you need to yeah you got to that's how I feel about the environment last year um Again, just because the environment we were in with the whole COVID lockdown thing, I my hope was lacking, and that's not a good place to be in. Because like I said, you think it's bad now, like I said... It could be worse. Oh, it could be so much worse. And the idea of it being worse, especially in a place like this where we had such prosperity for almost 200 years now, is uh, it's a really scary thought. And... I don't care what anyone says we still are the best country in the world you can't you can't get like no literally you can't have a better quality of life anywhere else in the world besides the united states and that's not ignorant
0: if i hate when people say you don't you don't know what bro if you think other countries are better go there and then tell me about it exactly and like also talk to someone who's come here why do you think people want to come here so bad?
1: Yeah. Why do you think there's fucking thousands of Haitians sitting at the Texas border right now wanting to get in? Exactly. You know, like... Are like, in? like if you work a minimum wage job,
0: you work with so many people that you're who came from all over the world, and they're just like, no, they're like, you're lucky to be born here. They're like, this is where everybody wants to be, because you actually have freedom here, and you actually have a chance to build a life for yourself without, like there's no the they're like when you come to america the only thing that stops you is you you know exactly and that's i mean i don't know that's a place i'd want to be yeah
1: yeah and that that's the beautiful thing about this country and just like you said it makes me sick to the stomach that some people can't see that can't not can't see
0: that but they like the benefits
1: of it and can't see it too
0: it, yes, it's yes. motherfuckers who live here their whole life, have everything good about the country, and don't realize it.
1: I'm sorry, I'll say this. I guess this is, like, a little, like, political, but I hate hate this whole screw capitalism thing. And people are holding iPhones and a Starbucks in their yeah, head while yeah. wearing a Gucci t-shirt or a Supreme t-shirt. And I'm like, you hate capitalism, yeah. huh? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, like, like well, no, it's, it's <laughs> just, like,
0: it... I don't know. It's just crazy. Like that, a, and I, the use of the word communism is crazy to me too cuz I feel like when people the idea is like more taxes and more more resources. I get that. But then they say communism and you lose people
1: cuz you're like socialism, yeah.
0: You're like that doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. Give me an example of it working once and they go, "Oh, they didn't do it right." Oh, how do you do it right? You know what I'm saying? Like then it isn't what you you know what I'm, like it's yeah. just so ignorant on some I don't know. And
1: like, that's what I'm saying by like Of course, capitalism, especially crony capitalism, presents a lot of, creates a lot of issues, presents a lot of issues. And of course, we have a lot of, we definitely have problems here in this country that we need to iron out. But to fix those problems, you don't need to go to socialism. Yeah. You know, like, or you don't need to go the opposite direction, like, Getting like overthrowing the government to make sure you stay in power, like
0: everybody's fucking chill. Yeah, like, just chill out. Yeah,
1: you don't need to throw the whole fucking thing out and start over. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, we have problems, but again, like I so say, you gotta keep in mind, it's still the best fucking place in the world. And two, we could solve these problems without throwing. Uh, what's that saying? Throwing the the bathwater out the baby or some shit like that, you I know, like. Idea what
0: the fuck you're talking about.
1: But yeah, you don't need to. You don't need to throw the whole thing out. Like, yeah. You yes, got to throw the baby
0: out.
1: Yeah, you don't got to throw the, gotta baby the, the baby out. the Yeah, exactly. Um, you could. There's like, yeah. capitalism obviously has created some issues that we need to deal with today, but there's ways to keep capitalism but get rid of those problems so we could still. Because you know, if you move to socialism well, we might not be able to get some of these things you know, that we love so dearly so much or, or it's just going to be a really a lot more expensive or, or the efficiency of things aren't going to be as well. Like there's such a plethora yeah, like of different a, reasons. Like,
0: yeah, I totally agree with you. It just some, it just doesn't even make sense sometimes. Like, and you'll ask them, like, give me an example of like a industry where you would put in socialism and like what it would be, And then they're like, healthcare yeah healthcare make
1: college free yeah exactly yeah it's like, okay yeah that'd be great <laughs> yeah well my thing is How possible people with free college and all that do you know why college is so expensive and why tuition gets raised every year at majority of colleges in the u.s it's because the federal loan student loan program think about it yeah the government's like hey we're gonna roll out this new program And I'm not saying that there shouldn't be something in place to help students with their college debt, but I'm just saying the current thing we have is just digging the hole deeper for ourselves because think about it. They roll out this federal student loan program. Now the government says to every student, Hey, no matter what your debt is, we'll help you pay off your debt by giving you these loans and you could pay us back on these loans when you're older and are settled down and have a career after college from that degree you got from college, right? So now, the universities know they could charge us however much money they want, and we'll still be able to pay, because we're getting that loan from the government, and even every year if they keep bumping up the money, the government will give us a bigger loan. So that allows them to keep bumping up the tuition, bumping up the tuition, bumping up the tuition, bumping up... Now we're paying fucking some schoolers $60,000 a year. like. $60,000, I could buy myself a brand new fucking pickup truck for that. Yeah. And that's only for one year of college, you know? Like, who, like, someone should have fucking thought about this before they, like, made this into law, (laughs) like, you know?
0: Like, 19-year-olds, like, planning on buying, like, a house, basically. Yeah. Fucking money. Yeah,
1: exactly. And then... If the university is only going to keep bumping up the price because they know they can because we're going to get loans, well, come time for us when we're graduated from college and have to pay back those loans, now we're smacked in the fucking face with these huge loans. But, oh my God, thanks for the government for giving me loans for those four years. And the craziest thing is we talk about it, but we're
0: still suckers for it. Yeah. We're still doing it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like like I said, I'm not saying there should be... Shouldn't be a system that could help us pay for college, but college doesn't need to be this expensive in the first place. You're like you know, what I'm saying like I don't know. there's Just one example, but I get what you're saying. yeah, Makes sense. yeah. And then again, sometimes you say that and that pisses people off a lot. It's like <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> well, okay, I'm just giving you the <laughs> facts. Like literally, tough, yeah. You want to wrap this up? Yeah, man. We could leave off there. Weird. (laughs) Sounds good. Peace out.